Hi everybody, Graham here. What follows is a Tap Tap Concede mini episode that we produced for the Commander Legends pre-pre-release. PPR was brought to you by Wizards of the Coast, but Tap Tap Concede continues to come your way courtesy of our good friends at Card Kingdom. Check out cardkingdom.com LRR for your magic card needs, and of course, by your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Tap Tap Concede is going to take a one or two, hopefully one, but possibly two week hiatus while we stage our annual charity fundraising marathon, Desert Bus for Hope, in support of the Child's Play charity. For more information on that, check out desertbus.org or watch the show at twitch.tv slash desertbus starting Friday, November 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a mini Tap Tap Concede for the Commander Legends PPR. Pleased to have you with us. My name is Graham, and joining me today, we have Gavin Verhey back again. Senior designer for Magic at Wizards of the Coast and lead designer for Commander Legends. So very excited to talk about some of this. And also here is Jeremy Petter, who for many years uh, was in a bunch of our Magic content, the earlier seasons of Friday Nights, and hasn't been as regular of late, but still, you, you still show up to, you know, play Magic, run a D&D campaign now and again. And... Jeremy is here for reasons that we're going to learn, actually, uh, momentarily. Um, because, Gavin, you want to sort of take us through uh, the story of the design of Commander Legends, how how it started, how it progressed, and then where it ended up. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a, a quite an amazing story. So, you know, first of all, let's wind the clocks back a little bit to about six years ago. And it's easy for you to just hear six years, be like, yeah, you know, whatever, six years. But just think for a moment in your head, like what you were doing about six years ago. And that is when the set, the, the set's idea first came into existence. So it's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, at that point, I had been only at Wizards for about three years, right? And so I was still kind of like finding my footing, trying to figure out, you know, what new stuff I could come up with. And one thing I love to do is travel, and I love, love, love going to Grand Prix or now Magic Fests. Not so much this year, maybe, but in general. And um, I was up at, of course, Grand Prix Vancouver, which is always a great time because a lot of my friends are there, including the Loading Ready Run folk, who are fantastic. And one person I was hanging out with uh, was Jeremy Petter. Now, Jeremy, what happened from your perspective that weekend? So, like... I, we were, we were like, uh, my wife and I had just moved to Vancouver, uh, pretty recently. And it was great because finally we got to be in the same city as GP Vancouver instead of having to travel. Um, and so I was mostly at the GP to, to hang out and, uh, try and pick up commander games, but also conspiracy one was very, uh, fresh in my memory, fresh in my mind. Um, and I had, I had <laughs> acquired a few boxes of it that I was sort of carrying around with me. Um, I had one like in my bag uh, the entire time at the GP and just trying to get like pick up drafts of, of conspiracy going because I, I really thought the conspiracy was just this fantastic new invention. I, when I heard like 
uh, draft and then into a multiplayer game, I was like, how's that going to work? Because from playing Commander, right? You know that Commander games, a lot of the time, like someone gets something going, they're like, ah, oh, but I'm not going to attack this time because I don't want to, I don't want to bug anyone. I don't want to rock the boat or anything. And Conspiracy just did this amazing job of creating multiplayer experiences that you could draft and that like really pushed the game forward. Um, and I was so, so hooked on it. So at some point, I end up talking to Gavin about it and uh and we're and i'm unloading on him many of these same things this is how i just think the design of the set is phenomenal and we're also talking about commander and a lot of my com comparisons because most of my multiplayer experience at that point was like playing commander um we just started talking about uh commander and uh and multiplayer draft formats together um and this is a quite a long conversation like i i seem to recall that we chatted for a while and it involved a rotating cast that included various other members of Loading Ready Run. Um, Gavin Duggan of the Commander uh, Rules Committee, I believe was involved in this conversation at some point. We totally went for dinner with uh, Lee Sharp from the MTGO, now uh, Magic Arena team uh, during this. We ran into uh, like Marshall and Rashad from the coverage uh, and and um, yeah, Gavin was also like bouncing questions off them throughout this entire time. Uh, it was it was pretty cool. So we, we ended up talking for quite a long time uh, about that and a bunch of other topics. But uh, the thing that was the most exciting was this idea of like, hey, what if you could uh, draft a commander deck? And like, how would you even make that work? Because what if you didn't get a commander? Or like, how would you manage color identity? And all these all these questions that were like immediately apparent. Uh, as soon as you um, brought up the idea, but made it just a really interesting kind of problem to solve. Drafting commander, that's, that. what a silly idea. <laughs> right, like the moment I heard it, I remember like I was sitting down there with Jeremy and like I was talking about draft and commander and I was like, wait a second, this could be huge. Like you've never been able to draft commander before. Commander's really, really growing. I mean, at the time commander was like sizable, but a lot smaller than it is today, but it was very clear it was growing. What if you combine those two things? I remember, Jeremy, you know, as we hung out with these people throughout the course of the night, I would just throw questions at them. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, that, that sounds like that could be pretty cool, right? For the most part, there was a lot of positivity around it. And um, everyone was just, you know, interested in the idea, intrigued by the idea. And initially, I mean, there were all kinds of things we, we had to try and solve, right? Like that, that first night, it was like, how do you draft your legend? I remember that was a big one that we talked about, right? Yeah. And at the time, uh, you, you were, like, throwing out ideas. I, I was sort of talking about, because I can been sort of semi- uh, thinking about this idea of uh, commander draft format, maybe where you brought your own commander. Um, and so you bring your own commander to the table and then you would uh, draft around it or like doing that with mini masters, right? Like you bring your own commander and try and play mini masters with it. Um, and so that was my sort of, I think, original pitch for it because it, it's something that I've been pondering for a while. But then you were talking about the idea that you would have like maybe you would you would get like a draft set of packs and maybe have a, like a little supplemental pack in it uh, with a few extra legends that you could use and maybe you draft that first or you draft it last um, or maybe each pack would have um, a couple of extra uh, legends in that you would again potentially draft first or draft last um, which is pretty close to what we got ultimately right. Hmm. Well, and that's also something that we tested, which I'll get into in a second. But yeah, I mean, it was funny how many things we threw around that night that ended up being things we ended up trying out. And, you know, this is the kind of thing where I hang out with a lot of people at events. There's a lot of ideas that are thrown around. Most of them never go anywhere, right? Most of them never become products, never become cards, whatever. But I always love hearing community feedback. And for me, like, I'm such a person of the community that I love going out and getting ideas from all over the place. 
But this was one that just like everyone won, like no one was saying no to it. Everyone's like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Or yeah, I would, I would give that a try, right? And, you know, just as the night went on, my the gears in my head kept turning and turning. And what, of course, Jeremy didn't know at the time and no one else really knew at the time is Conspiracy, I think, was hot off hot off the presses pretty much. It was, it was pretty new and it had been doing very well for us. There was some talk of gearing up for Conspiracy too, And I knew that there was an appetite for this kind of thing. Like the first multiplayer draft had really started to pick up popularity okay, what else could, like, maybe this is the thing. Maybe this is the next thing we should try out. And, of course, it didn't, didn't end up being necessarily the next thing. A battle Bond, of course, um, ended up coming out in the interim. Conspiracy 2 ended up coming out in the interim. But it was it was going to be a big thing. So I, I left that weekend with uh, my head full of ideas. And, uh, and I have to give Jeremy a big thanks. And it's super cool that the idea, I think, started with Loading Ready Run, in a sense, right? Because you are always so much, like, fun forward, like, make sure that, you know, have these pre-releases and all kinds of wacky things can happen in them. All the video content you guys make, like, it's always about fun. And what's more fun than, than Commander Draft, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's, I had completely forgotten uh, that whole sort of discussion. I mean, even, I don't know how much of it I was even involved in. But um, uh, when the set got announced... Right, it's like it's it's Commander Legends. It's Commander that you draft. It was like, oh my, you know, it was like they've done it. <laughs> you know, it was one of those moments of just sort of like, oh my goodness, draftable Commander. What? So what was the what was the process? You know, like you're you're you have that idea sort of percolating. It's that was six years. What 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 happened? Yeah, right. So I, you know, Sunday Sunday nights when all this is going down, right? This is all happening. Me, Jeremy, uh, other folks around, just chatting about Sunday night. And uh, I think I was only actually up there for Sunday, too, so I'm so glad that I went up. Anyway, uh, so we, I drive back down to Seattle, and I go into work the very next day, and it's still, like, hot on my mind. I'm, like, super excited about it. And uh, Ethan Fleischer and Sean Main are both sat next to me at the time, and uh, Sean was the lead designer of Conspiracy. And I, I was like, okay. In my, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, it's been vetted through, like, people, random people at the Grand Prix. Or not random people, but, you know, people <laughs> at the Grand Prix. Um, now, let's see what people, designers think, right? And I used to pitch it to them with a little bit of trepidation. And they also were both just like, yeah, I don't know, sound, sounds really cool, right? We keep making these fixed decks, or if we did more than that. And so it was at that moment that I was like, okay, let me start working on it. But the thing is, it wasn't like I had assigned time to work on this prototype. It was just like, in my free time, I would just like, you know, clatter away at it, clatter away at it. And maybe like uh, four or six months later, it was, it was quite a few number of months, I, after just, you know, building a file, adding cards into the file, thinking about how it could work. I sat down for my first ever prototype playtest, and it was with uh, Ethan Fleischer and Sean Main, as well as um, someone named James Hada, who's no longer at Wizards, but was really great to work with while he was there. And um, the initial version of it was actually just like how Jeremy and I had talked about, where when you opened your pack, you would have four legends at the front of your pack, and then you took out those four legends, and you drafted those four legends before you drafted the rest of the pack. So every pack had like a mini legend draft round, if that made sense, hmm. which kind of like set the tone for everything that, that goes forward. And Jeremy, did we talk about something like that, right? In our initial discussions? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, again, it was like, whether it was like in the pack, um, which seemed like it would be like multiple, like you'd have multiple legend draft rounds, or again, it was like a separate pack, but it would have to be like packaged in a, a, a like the idea of like buying a draft set as a box that came with an extra pack of legends in it was I think where we were like, largely talking about it at the time but again very similar to that can i can i also just ask like what when you say like you built a card file was that um mostly like original cards that you were sort of designing for the set or was that more like a cube totally yeah so whenever i'm going to prototype something like this 
the first thing I do is I'm like, it, I don't need new designs, probably, unless, like, they have to be there for some, like, structural reason. Just, like, I just want to try it out, the quick and dirty version. Like, what is just the proof of concept does this work? So I built the file entirely out of existing cards. And it was, like, 400 or something cards. And it was, like, yeah, when I was talking, like, quick and dirty design file, like, the colors weren't balanced. I don't think the rarities were right. It was just, like, total nonsense, right? But just, like, can I get cards in here that'll make it feel like Commander? And, I mean, I could have probably done it in a couple weeks if I just, like, really dedicated myself to it. It wouldn't have taken too long. But, like, once again, it was on top of all my other projects, and, like, I only have so much time. And no, also, I mean, no one was asking for it, right? So it's the kind of thing where, well, do I spend time working on all the projects that I'm still new at Wizards and I'm literally tasked on doing, or do I, like, invest a ton of time into this bonus thing? But just, you know, over the occasional lunch break or when I had time, I would just start, start building it out to, to get to this initial, initial proof of concept file. Does that, does that answer your question well, Jeremy? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Just always awesome. curious so, how those, like, yeah, things kind of get made. Yeah, it, it was it was clear that I had, uh, I mean, it was clear that it was a little rough because I think three of us drafted blue-green variants, which I know, I know, blue-green. Um, but uh, I, I had like a Maelstrom Wanderer deck that was totally, totally awesome. But we drafted and at the end of the draft, like we all looked around at each other and we're like, well, clearly like what we just played is not perfect, but this really has some legs. Like this could really, really go somewhere. And that was really huge for me because once again, like at that time, I was still like a relatively junior designer. Um, I had never like created a product from scratch. And this could be really, really huge for me. And getting Sean's approval, especially, given that Sean was the one who had lead design Conspiracy 1 and was on the path of lead design Conspiracy 2, was like, okay, if Sean likes this, I might, might really have a chance. And so I went back and I just kept hammering on it and hammering on it and hammering on it and tried to get it from like this weird hodgepodge thing I'd thrown together to being more of a, of a solidified format. Is and there, it, you know, like, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Is there like something uh, from that original version that kind of maintained all the way through something that, that, uh, you know, like you cascade, for example, was cascade something that you were like, oh, okay, we'll try this out in the original, in the first, first alpha version. And it kind of, kind of moved all the way through anything like that. Yeah. Well, so as, as far as like mechanics go, the original prototype versions were just like anything and everything like a horizons or a master set, like anything goes. Um, just because I wanted to get, like, the quick and dirty version of it. And actually, my original pitch was a lot more like um, a master set where any mechanics could be in. But not to fast forward, but uh, what, what we found eventually was that there's enough complexity just from drafting Commander. Like, you're already drafting a four-player draft format. You don't need 40 mechanics running around because you're already going to have tons to think about. The, the um, draft, speaking as someone who's now done it, the draft is a lot. <laughs> right, right. There, there, there's plenty there to think about without worrying about if you're retrace card can also i don't know uh, amplify or something yeah so um uh so the thing that i think made it most of the way through though was although we ended up trying out a lot of different versions of the gameplay rules like your initial deck size and life total and all that stuff like in testing we tried a bunch of that stuff my initial guess was actually what we ended up with we you know my initial guess was 60 cards um singleton rule doesn't apply and um Commander color identity rules. And we ended up trying out during playtesting after the set got greenlit, which we'll get to in a second, like all the different iterations of that, like 80 card decks, 100 card decks, 40 card decks, singleton rule, uh, no commander color identity. Well, we tried all that stuff out and actually we came back to like the core I originally had, which is a, a little little gratifying to say. I got to admit that I, I got it right there. Um, but uh, but yes, yeah, so, you know, we kept, kept iterating, trying it out. And then eventually I was like, it, it's like when you're playing a video game, right? You're like slowly beating all these mini bosses and getting more and more people on your side. And you're like, get, bring new people into your play test and they're getting excited about it. And eventually it was like, here's the big day, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in, I'm going to do a play test with uh, Aaron Forsyth and Mark Gottlieb, who was my design manager boss at the time, and Mark Globus, who was like, he, he's no longer at Wizards, um, but he was the guy that basically greenlit products, right? It's like, if we we're going to do product, he's the guy that would help make it happen or one of the people that would greenlight the product. And we all played it. 
And I remember, like, Aaron, of course, being the master he is, like, drafted this absurd deck where, like, flame tongue kavu to all of our creatures, and, like, it was, it was super strong. And I got mana screwed. But, you know, despite the fact that, um, that all this happened, like, we finished the draft, and they're like, yeah, we think this has legs. Um, there's something really cool here, like, something really powerful here. But also, they were like, we just don't have anywhere on the calendar for it right now. Like, there's, there's nowhere upcoming that makes sense to release this. Like, Conspiracy 2 is, is coming down the pike. I think maybe, maybe, by, maybe by that point, we had Greenlit Battlebond. And, like, it was in the very early stages. Maybe we'll do Battlebond, right? Um, and so, it's like, well, we love it. We're just going to backburner it for now. And it was a, it was a very mixed reaction. Because, like, on one hand, awesome. Like, the bosses love my thing. Or, on the other hand... Will this thing ever get come out? Right, I put all this time into it, and, and now is anything going to ever ever come from it? Um, but I do think you know, and I'm never asked to confirm this, but I'll just say it because maybe it's true, is that this probably helped the case for me becoming the battle bond set lead, right? Oh, like Gavin made this multiplayer draft product. Who's who should lead this set? Well, hey, maybe Gavin's Gavin's the guy for it. Um, and battle bond gave me a lot of lessons, which then applied to Commander Legends. Um, so anyway, I'll move on to the next stage of the story. Unless you have any more questions, Jeremy. No, no, go for it. I know, I know everyone's just hanging, hanging at the edge of their seat waiting. So, <laughs> so anyway, like, put, put this put this literally under my desk in a box, like, waiting for the right time. And I went on to, you know, start working on, like, Commander 2017 and, uh, and uh, Battle Bond. And then eventually we had what was called the R&D Hackathon. And if you've um, been following along to Rosewater's articles, this is kind of an infamous event because it gave us a number of products. And the goal was it was basically two weeks where we got tiny little teams to work on products because this was a point where it's like, okay, we've run through all the products that we're coming out with. We've, we've released Conspiracy twice. We've made Battlebond. Now we need something new. And uh, it was, hey, get these tiny product teams and come up with the best things you can. And a lot of things came out of this. Jumpstart came out of this, which is awesome if you've got the chance to play it. Super Love fun. Jumpstart. Modern Horizons came out of this, which as we all know is, is a huge deal. And then... A product that I pitched, I was like, okay, wait a second. I know when I'm pitching for this, because it basically everyone loved it before. People should still love it now. I'm going to pitch uh, Commander Legends. Um, and uh, I pitched it, and um, we spent, you know, two weeks iterating. And it was, it was I'll admit, it felt, almost felt a little unfair, because it was like everyone else was starting from square zero. And I had, I literally, like, day one, pulled out a prototype from under my desk, like, hey, guys, let's start playtesting with this, because I have this ready to go, right? <laughs> but um, that was, that was, like, our first... We really started iterating on like designing new cards because up until that point, I hadn't made anything new for the set, and that's where we started to figure out some of the glue that Jeremy was talking about in those initial meetings. And what we discovered very, very quickly was that partner would be the glue that kind of held this format together. Um, because when you're drafting, you have this problem where, like, let's say you draft a blue red legend, and then you want to move into blue green later on. Well, like, it's so hard to do because you have to draft a literal blue-green legend to make it happen. Where partner, if you draft a blue legend, any green partner will get you into the combination that you want. And um, that was like this huge revelatory moment. And by the end of the, you know, the two-week hackathon process, we had a, a really great prototype. We had even narrowed down on a bunch of the mechanics we wanted, like partner, and we presented it and everyone, everyone loved it. Right? They're like, this is a home run. We should clearly do this. Commander's even bigger than it was a few years ago. And uh, let's make it happen. And so that was that was kind of stage two, as it were. And so, you know, after probably, I don't know, four years, maybe? Three years? Probably about three years. Uh, this product had finally gotten greenlit. It was a very, very long path there. So during that during that sort of stage of things, obviously this hackathon was just incredibly uh, <laughs> fruitful. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm actually still curious as to any, whether anything else is going to come out of that hackathon that we're going to see down the road or if, if it's done uh, giving to us. Um, but I can answer that one, which is yeah. from that hackathon, 
No, I think we I think we've done all the stuff from that hackathon pretty much. But we have had other hackathons since, and maybe someday you'll hear about all the products that came came out of those. Um, um, so, although I, I will say too that one thing that we're also very aware of is like we have made a lot of really awesome stuff in the past few years. Right, we've got Commander Legends coming out now. Battle Bond came out. Um, you know, all so much great stuff. Modern Horizons. But people also like want sequels to these things at some point. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of demand for Battle Bond two. Mm-hmm. I'm sure now it'll be like, when's Commander Legends two coming out? When is Modern Modern Horizons two? We've already announced, right? And of course, in the back of everyone's head, when is Conspiracy three gonna happen? And mm-hmm. so, like, you know, fortunately, like, we do need new stuff still. But also, we've got a great stable of old things people would love for us to go back to. And I, I know, like, I personally would love to do Battle Bond two. I'm t- I've been telling everyone for ages, Battle Bond two Winter Sports Edition. Like that, that's what I've been waiting <laughs> for. Um, and we get out your Goblin Snowman. And, um, yeah, of course, Commander Legends 2 is very much a thing I want to want to create. Yeah, what, what was your other question, Jeremy? Sorry. Uh, my yeah. other question was just, like, so in that process of vetting through these these different mechanics uh, for, for making color identity work, and obviously you need mechanics that drive the game forward as well, like in Conspiracy before, uh, was there anything that you can talk about that might have been left on the cutting room floor that's, like, the almost, the, the almost alternate universe um, uh, version of Commander Legends that we might have gotten to solve one of those problems? Yeah, it's funny. Actually, I was looking through some photos on my phone from years and years ago the other day, just like trying to remember uh, all the stuff. But uh, Lieutenant was a mechanic that we looked at a lot. Lieutenant is a mechanic where mm. um, their creature gets better if you control your commander, which made a lot of sense for this format because you're going to have your commander in play a lot of the time. Uh, that was a big one that we looked at. And actually, that ended up making in- it into um, the file once we went a little further in a new form called Advocate. And Advocate was this mechanic where it would be on creatures uh, or, or other permanents. It would be on permanents. And it would say, whenever your commander enters the battlefield or attacks, do things. So, for example, it might say, um, Advocate, whenever your commander enters the battlefield or attacks, uh, make a 1-1-1 one, one, one token. And the idea was it would reward you for playing your commander and then attacking with your commander. And we tried that in the set for a very long time, which was like a riff um, a riff on Lieutenant. Did, is that where um, Endless Atlas came from? Is that the card, the the one from uh, from the Brawl Precons that has basically that mechanic? Oh, oh, Tome of uh, Tome of Legends, maybe from the I think Brawl that's Pre-Cons? the one. I think that's the one. Yeah, it, it might have been inspired by by that mechanic. Yeah, we thought we thought Advocate was really cool, but what we quickly learned is you know commanders already advantage toward low mana cost commanders. Like if you know if you look at some some really powerful traditionally commanders or even the ones in this very set. Um, three mana cost commanders, four mana cost commanders are already really, really strong to have around. Um, whereas what we really wanted to do is make stuff that would be good to make the seven, eight mana cost commanders a little bit better. And especially with partner running around, Advocate was just so much better with the partners at, you know, three and four mana than it was with the commanders at like six mana. So, um, you know, we, we ended, Advocate ended up getting cut from the set after, after handed it off, but, uh, we tried that. Another, another one of my favorite mechanics that we ended up cutting was a mechanic called Bribe, which was really fun. And this car, uh, bribe mechanic stuck around on this card. It's red sorcery that costs five mana. All I remember is it was called like bribe acts of doom in playtesting. Um, it's, it's something explosion. I'm sure that our wonderful card selector will put it up here on the screen after they find it. Explosion of riches, maybe. Um, anyway, the bribe mechanic worked like this: you would play the effect, and it would do something once, and then in, any number of your opponents could draw a card. And for everyone that drew, drew a card, you did the effect again. There it is, Explosion of Riches. So it's like, yeah, no problem. Just draw the card. It'll, it'll be great. Yeah. And this is the, the mechanic ended up dying, but this, one, this card was too fun. So with Explosion of Riches, you draw a card, and then everyone else can draw a card. No problem. And then Explosion of Riches deals five damage to a random player for every card that was drawn this way. So just draw the card. It's probably, it's not going to hit you probably, right? Like, I wouldn't worry about it, Jeremy. Like, there's no way this card is going to hit you. Um, this card is just too much fun. It's just too much fun. And there's there's nothing, like, more, like, griefer satisfying than, like, one player opting out of drawing the card and then getting hit repeatedly by everyone else's card draws with, with this spell. Um, 
So those are some mechanics that didn't make it. We, we did try a bunch of returning other returning mechanics, of course. Um, but ultimately, we stuck with these ones. And the reasons we ended up with these four were partner, glue that holds the set together, monarch, um, Keep, makes people attack, like this is great for incentivizing attacking. And um, funny, fun fact about Monarch actually is, um, I was trying to figure out what set the mechanic needed, and this was after Sean Main had left the company. And I went down to California and was hanging out with Sean Main for the weekend, and I just like asked him at one point, like, "Hey, Sean, um, what's your favorite mechanic for multiplayer?" And without missing a beat, he was like, "Monarch." And I, in my head, I was like, "Oh my gosh, of course Monarch has to go in this set." So I came back to the office. So that's it's funny that Sean inspired putting Monarch in the set after he had left. Um, and then there is uh, Encore, which is the new mechanic. Mm -hmm. And Encore is there to be a mana sink late in the game. Like if you pull up uh, Kinsbale Courier, for example, Encore is a mechanic that's really great late in the game because it shows up on commons and they're like really simple, like little commons that do their thing. But then later in the game, they give you like a big splashy effect, which is totally awesome. They give you that kind of like over the top commander feel. And many of them have enters the battlefield or dies or attack triggers on them so that when you bring them back and get that effect three times over, one for each opponent, um, it really feels splashy. And then finally, Cascade was put in this set, and, you know, for a really fun one, one you can pull up the Hydra that has Cascade. That's one of my favorites. Apex um, Devastator, I think. Yeah, Apex <laughs> Devastator, yeah. Um, the, Cascade was brought into the set for a very different reason than all the other mechanics. Um, Cascade is just fun. Like, it's just a blast. And the problem with Cascade is that competitive players did not like Cascade because the variance on it was super, super high. Where kitchen table players, like a lot of commander players, love Cascade because, like, you never know what you're going to get. You're playing a hundred card deck. Like, there's a bunch of mysteries. And so this was the set to bring Cascade back in because it probably wasn't going to get used in standard, but in commander, it was a great spot for it. So that's how we ended up with these four mechanics. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah. So after the hackathon, like, it became a full-on set team, and then I led the set design team, uh, worked for a while, and making much of this stuff happen, and then I handed it over to Jules Robbins. And he kind of carried the set the rest of the way on the on the set design portion of it. Um, and actually, it was Jules that came up with the Encore mechanic. I can't take credit for that. I handed off the set with Advocate, and that was cut, and um, Encore was put put in it instead. So, um, but yeah, I mean that's that's really the the short version of a very long story. You know, nearly nearly six years in the making now, and uh, it has been quite quite the journey here. And I can't wait to uh, finally be able to crack some packs and, and play it. Uh, probably not too long here on camera. Yeah. Uh, in as part of the uh, sealed portion of the day, right? Absolutely, I've got I've got some I've got some packs right here, so I'm very very excited about it. Oh, sweet, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy. Do you have anything else you wanted to wanted to throw Gavin's way? I, I have a couple of things that I I wanted to just throw at you. Yeah. Uh, you, and, and, you... Uh, thank you, Jeremy. And by the way, I'm sorry for just like like going and going and going. No, 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 so no. Much to tell, that's right? It's like that's what a, we want. Such a story, and there's so much here to say. So yes, now, now, plenty of questions, I am sure. So go ahead. Um, yeah, no, mostly. Um, so one of the first things that we talked about, or that that you mentioned offhand, was like Commander six years ago was um, it, it was it was actually a pretty different format. Like it's it Commander has changed a huge amount. It's come a long way. Um, ha, has in the time that the set has been in development, have you had to sort of like consciously go back and and reevaluate things, change things? This is maybe more of like a late development question, but um, I'd be curious to know if if the changes in the format over time have actually changed the set. Yeah, they totally did. It's a great question, Jeremy, because um, you know many years ago, like six years ago, when we were building commander sets, just like how we've gotten better at building magic sets over time, we didn't really like know what we were doing as well back then. You know, we made cards like Thrasios, um, which I would say are just over the line for where we want to be right now. And of course, Thrasios, we, we reprinted in a foilish version in this set, but um, there's a lot about those early day commander cards and like what made a, a reasonable commander that we didn't, that we want to try to hew away from here. And we were able to kind of take some of those lessons 
and really build that into this set. And our huge motto for this set was we wanted to make cards that would inspire new deck archetypes um, and would um, would create like new kinds of deck cards you might want to put in your decks, cool new options, without like just being the best thing you can do. And that's something we really wanted to stay away from. And also, we're trying not to make too many just like commander staples that you always have to play. And maybe you know, there's a couple cards in this set that I wouldn't be surprised if they showed up in a lot, like in a lot of decks. But we definitely don't want to make you know more cards will be in every single deck because you can only make so many of those before you homogenize the format. And um, so a lot of the commanders in this set do some off the wall stuff. Like Krark is a card that I love. A Krark the Thumbless. It's it's a coin flip, dude. He, he flips a bunch of coins. It's like, is he good to play as your commander? Well, it totally depends on your deck. What else are you doing, right? So, so Krark is a, is a super fun one here. There are cards like um, Tormod the Desecrator, which can be played in a lot of different ways. Tormod wants you to exile stuff from your graveyard. And how are you going to do that? Well, that's up to you. And because a lot of these legends have partner, there's a lot of very interesting um, stuff you can do to like make cool mix and match combinations with them. And of course, there's the, the three color legends as well, which have all kinds of wonky abilities. And that's where we put some really odd stuff. Like um, one of my favorites is Obika, the chronologist, I think is her final name, who has the ability to tap to end your turn. And just like, what? You know, you read that <laughs> card and you're like, what, what, what am I doing here? Um, but then you start thinking about all the combinations you can pull with it, right? And, and in the set alone, it's amazing with the encore mechanic because you encore to bring your, your, all your stuff back, you attack, and you end your own turn, and the tokens never get sacrificed, right? And that's one of the many, many great ways you can use this card. But of course, if you're building your own deck, there's all kinds of stuff um, you can use. Like anything that says you lose the game at the end of the turn, by the way. Oh, Becca, just like, no, nope, no, nope, you're good. Just take another turn. Don't worry about casting Final Fortune and losing, losing the game at the end of the turn. So, um, yeah, there's all kinds of fun to build around stuff. And we really leaned into the do more unique things as opposed to just like generic value things uh, with this set. When I sat down to do the draft, the the full spoiler had not been at, like the full set was not yet uh, released. In fact, when we're recording this, the full set isn't even out. But so we sat down and uh, had the booster box there. And I've been, I've been keeping up, roughly speaking, on the preview cards as they were coming out. And I was like, oh, there's, there's a lot of legendary creatures. And I read the back of the box and it's like 70 legendary creatures, <laughs> like 70 new legendaries, it said. And I was just like, that's so many. <laughs> Right. Yeah, there's 71 brand new legends in the set, and then 32 of the reprint legends. So with over 100 possible legends you can open, there's by like leaps and bounds more legends in this set than any other set in Magic history. And it is, you know, part of the reason, you know, to finish, I guess, the story of why it took so long to get here is the set actually was delayed a number of times. Like it was ready to come out, um, like last year, for example, was the time we really wanted it to come out. Um, but it was delayed to come out because we wanted to make sure we got it right. And especially with the partners and all the different partner combinations that could come together, we really wanted to put it through its, its paces. So we not only put more time internally into testing that, but we brought in folks like the Commander Rules Committee and Sheldon uh, Mennery to work on the set. We brought in the Command Zone and Jimmy and Josh to work on the set and really put the set through its paces and try and make all these things combined. And look, I mean, I can't sit here and tell you that that there's going to be no partner combination that is absurd in this set. I mean, keep in mind that there are, with all of these partners, there's over 1,500 possible combinations now in Magic. So that is that is a lot of options. Um, but we tested a lot of them. And uh, I, I really hope that everyone out there in their playgroups finds uh, combinations with, with the partners or just new commanders to make them smile and want to try out new decks because there is a lot of fun stuff here. I love that you had that number ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, the moment, you know, it's funny, that, that number was not intentional. And then when I was making the first panel for Commander Legends, I just was like, oh, I'll just do the math. And I was like, wait a second. 
this can't be right. And so like I gave it, I gave it to like our numbers guy, and he did the math. He's like, nope, no, that, that number's right. And it was like, it's, these things add up fast. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> add up very fast. Uh, I have one more question for you. Um, yeah. And this has to do, you know, all these awesome legends that we're seeing in the set. Um, it's been really amazing, I think, um, just to give it, give this question a little bit of context. It feels like after Time Spiral Block um, and the mending and whatnot, there was a bit of a shying away from the the really old school parts of Magic's uh, story, um, and all these all these characters and planes we just did not see for a very long time. But around 2014, 2015, when we're talking about this set being conceived, it felt like the door was starting to open again. We got that monocolored commander uh, set that had. Um, that had Teferi come back for the first time and Fraley's and whatnot. Um, so it's been very, very cool to see some very deep cuts uh, in Vorthosi lore showing up in this set. Is there, um, is there a character that you are most proud of bringing back in this set? And is there one that you really, really wanted to, but just weren't quite able to do? Yeah, I definitely have answers for this. So first of all, I'll say that thank you for noticing that. I'm a huge flavor goob myself, and I've been playing this game for, I can't believe I'm going to say this, almost 20 years now, which is wild to me, considering I started when I was uh, 10 years old. And um, it means so much to me, and, and all these old characters mean mean so much to me, that with Commander Legends, I really wanted to do this, and the Commander decks had kind of led the groundwork for it, and I was so glad to get to work with people like Ethan Fleischer and Kelly Diggs, so big shout out to them for helping um, figure out the, the numerous great legends we could put here. Um, so there's a lot of deep cuts. One of my favorites that got into the set is Jared Carthelian, who's a character from the 1994-1995 Armada Shadowlands comics. Um, <laughs> there, there he is right there, Jared Carthelian. Oh, uh, wow. He is one, uh, yeah, check check this guy out. He is, um, it, the art even looks like it's kind of out of that comic book era, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, wow. It's updated. Um, and he hails, yeah, he hails from this comic book series that, like, only the deepest of deepest flavor flavor cuts, uh, flavor pe people probably remember, and uh, his flavor fits great. So he's he's this heir, right? He's this heir, and uh, he's searching on in the, in the quest to like become the heir of his kingdom. And so in the game, the mechanic I came up with for him that I love is he gives your opponent the monarch, and you go on the quest to try and take back back the crown, which I think is super super cool and fits the character really well. Um, so that's one of the ones that I am. I love that we got in here. Although there are many deep cuts to all kinds of references, like Gore Muldrak. Another one that I love, Gormaldrak is, of course, as we all know, from the flavor text of Amphin Cutthroat and Amphin Pathfinder, <laughs> who talks about the the um, the the Salamander Uprising, and um, it's from these two commons from Corsets, and so he's made an entire legend around this dude that is worried about like the Salamander Uprising, and of course, like, be concerned, Salamanders are gonna start popping out, so um, so be ready for the Salamander Uprising. So there's some really deep cuts in this set. And then, of course, just revisit famous old characters like uh, like a Chroma, right? To have a new Chroma in the set is awesome. To have a um, a Kamal and a Jessica that can team up with each other as brother and sister is super cool. So anyway, I could I could run through all of them, and I know we're already going long, so I won't. But it is it is um, really cool. As far as ones that didn't get into the set that I really wanted to, two characters that that were in my handoff um, to the set design didn't quite make it all the way through are uh, Ashnod and Gix. Those are two mm. characters I've been asked for for a very long time. They're super high on, on, on my list. I have, I even have designs for them. But ultimately, there's just so only so much we can get into this set. And uh, my hope is someday we'll do a Commander Legends too, and uh, and that will get those cards out there. So if you like, if you like what you see here in Commander Legends, and you want to see more throwback legends, I mean, I could probably make an entire set 
of Legends, just based out on what people have asked me, like, is this going to be in the set when I know it's not in the set? So I would love for it to be a Commander Legends 2 and get, like, all those Kyodais from, like, um, Kamigawa block and yeah, get all the Gixes of the world and, like, your favorite flavor text card, um, Z- like, Zur Asher, the Lich Lord in there, like, all this stuff. So I hope you all go out and enjoy Commander Legends. And if it's successful, I hope I could do another one for you all. It would mean so much to me. And hopefully the next one won't take six more years. Awesome. <laughs> Well, Gavin, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing the story of how Commander Legends came to be. And Jeremy, thank you also so much for coming back and getting to uh, sort of uh, close that circle on uh, on the how 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 it all started. Well, thank you for having me on, Graham. And uh, I just want to say big thanks to Loading Ready Run because you've helped grow this kind of gameplay so much. Like, I know it's not Canlander Legends, so it's not, like, a perfect set for you, but, like, <laughs> you've helped grow the multiplayer commander style of gameplay so well. So big thanks to you for all the hard work you've done and uh, to everyone on the team for helping uh, make this thing a reality. That means a huge amount, so really appreciate 100%. it. And, you know, if, uh, you know, suddenly you're inspired, Canlander Legends... You know. mm, there you so, go. Yeah, I've got ideas, we'll, Jeff. We'll ideas. be Let's we'll start. be waiting six years from now. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for this special PPR tap tap concede. Thank you all for joining us. Please enjoy the rest of the Commander Legends pre pre release. <laughs> <laughs>